0: You're listening to The Ones the Church lost the podcast with Rev. Sal. Hey, this is Rev. Sal Ayala, and we are uh, honored to have a friend of mine, um, Sister Jamie Thornton. She attends Turning Point Family Worship Center where her pastor is Timothy Harris, Pastor Timothy Harris. Um, she um, doesn't have a title. She goes by Sister. She goes by Jamie. Um, mm-hmm. She is a greeter. She's also part of the transportation ministry. And she uh, was a board member of the food and clothing pantry ministry, that Turning Point uh, family center worship center has so um without further ado thank you jamie for being part of uh this podcast and we spoke a little bit because we work together and we yeah. we talked about how um our youth are leaving the church and we talked about different reasons why and i was really fascinated about your your take on why our youth, this generation, and even a little bit of our generation are leaving the church. Yeah. So... Um,
1: so- yes, thank you for having me. Just want to say that. Um, and a lot of this will be from my perspective, what I've seen, what I've heard. Um, and when I say what I've heard, it's because of what someone has physically came and said to me. Um, and a lot of it's is going to be from what I've seen. So... Um, I've had a history myself of backsliding and just being in and out and using the church as like a revolving door throughout my 20s. Okay. Um. And so I've seen a lot. I've even, there's, I mean, there was a time where I was at the club. I was backsliding at the club, saw somebody mm-hmm. from church. I was like, hey, you ain't supposed to be here. <laughs> Um,
0: so but, let, let me ask you this question when when were you when was the first time that you received salvation
1: so August 15th 2000 ok and uh, baptized in Jesus name filled the Holy Ghost in the baptismal pool and it, it was it was an awesome setup I didn't realize how much I was being set up by God then to be saved Um but it's it's been, I tell you, when they say it changes your life, you'll never be the same. They're absolutely correct. You get saved, you get that Holy Ghost, you'll never be the same. Mm-hmm. For all good reasons, of course. Um, but leaving the church, and, and it's not always, and it's not like you know, you're, you're, you're praising God one day, but then the next day you're out. It's, it's real subtle. It's little okay. things that happen. So what, you
0: know, what, what were some of the things that were those subtle little things that had you from, you know, praising God, worshiping God, um, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, um, being baptized. And then, you know, you see in another form that you uh, are out of the church.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, for for me was the first time that um, I remember was um, a lot of sisters. Well, at my church, a lot of people are in like the same age group. So when I was in my twenties, there was a lot of people in their twenties. So a lot of people are right now are in their late thirties and early to mid forties right now because we're like a young church. So that's a lot of the of the people that attend TP. So at the time, um, a lot of my sisters were getting married. They were dating, they were getting married. And I thought myself, I was a baby saint. So I was like, you know, God, I've been doing this thing with you for a while. You know, I think it's about time I get a husband. Mm. Me, this is all my thought. And so I'm asking God, I'm seeking God. I'm like, God, I'm doing everything I know to do to be right. And I want a husband. And then I I started rattling off the kind of man that I thought I wanted. And um, I became jealous because they were getting married. And I felt like I was not being heard. So when he finally, you know, answered, and and it it didn't take long, but I was impatient with the not now. You can't get married right now. And so I was hurt by that because I'm Mm. like... You know, I'm not doing anything wrong at your time. You know, I'm fasting, I'm praying, I'm I'm reading my Bible. And I felt like it was time. But we all know God has his own time and he doesn't operate within our time frame. Yeah. So what did I do? I was like, okay, you don't want to give me what I want? I'm going to go look for it myself. Mm. So that's when it kind of, when I had that mindset of I'm going to look for it myself, that was my downfall. And I ended up dating a guy for five years, and I still went to church. I attended church, but I wasn't in church, and there's a difference.
0: So what is um, the difference?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. It, 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 it eventually led me being outside of church because I wanted to be with someone, and I ended up wasting five years of my life that I could never get back.
0: Got you. So what, what you said, um, that you were in church, but you was at church, but not in the church. What do you mean by that?
1: So some people can go to church every Sunday and they can still bust hell wide open. People can attend church as out of habit. They can, because it's Sunday, I have to be there. Some do it for the sake of saying I go to church, Mm -hmm. but they're not operating in any ministry. They're probably, you know, I'm saying they're not going to Bible study they're not faithful to God. They don't have, they're not there for the relationship. They're there for just to be in the building to say that I am there. But you can never say to them, oh, you don't go to church. Well, then they can say, well, yes I do. I go every Sunday.
0: So it's so it's pretty much being, um, being in attendance rather than being the experience.
1: Right, you're not in the experience, you're just in attendance. It's like going to the mall, but you never buy anything. Mm. You just there,
0: yeah, <laughs> you
1: don't work there, you're just there,
0: uh-huh
1: and so, and a lot of people end up doing that, so that was like the first time that I spiraled out, and so um, I ended up going back, and it was just a lot of in and out, but every time I repented and went back, it was harder. The fight got harder every single time. And, um, over the many times that I did this, I wasted a lot. I mean, I wasted the one thing we can never get back and that's time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that was me. And I ended up hearing and seeing a lot of things while I was in and out. And, um, as far as, so that's one reason not getting what you want, because first of all, God's not a genie. And just because you ask for something, he may say yes, no, or not now. And sometimes we need to learn to wait. On when it's yes, mm-hmm. because I got what I wanted. It was kind of, It's kind of like when your your parents says, "Oh, oh," you, they tell you, "No, don't do that, don't do that." And they say, "All right, go ahead, go ahead, do it. Go ahead, go out there, and see what happens." That's kind of what it felt like. It was like, that's "All right, true. go ahead. You, you want you want to go find you a man? <laughs> go ahead." Um, and that's kind of what. And that's what it it felt like to me. It was like, "Oh man, I ain't doing that no more." And I tell you, I didn't. I did not do that anymore. Um, other reasons is the people in the church, and I've heard this, and sometimes it's of our youthful stubbornness, and that's what we talked about: the um, the do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you're a kid, you know, when you live with someone, you know how safe they really are. Um, but when you're a kid and you're doing what your parents are saying, you know, they tell you to go to church. Or even some people say, well, I dropped my kids off. Well, why aren't you going? Yeah. You know, that's a lot. they feel good because, oh, my kids are going to be at church. Well, well, they live with you, but they're going to church on Sunday, but Monday through Friday, you smoking, partying, and drinking it up, and talking about people. So how can you tell them? So there's part of that because you can't you you know you can't serve two masters you're either gonna love one or hate the other
0: yeah
1: um, at the end of the day you're either gonna be saved you're gonna walk up right before God or you're not you can't be you can't straddle the fence you're either gonna fall in or out mm-hmm. so part of that is is kids seeing their parents do something simple like gossiping it happens no matter where you are cause people love gossip yeah so and they start doing the thing that they see their parents doing, but the parents says, no, don't do that. But you, you turn around and you're doing it. I'm doing what you do. Um, and it can lead to them to having a negative um, a negative picture on mm-hmm. someone they probably don't even know.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to find um, where a lot of young people um, get scolded for saying, okay, you know, gossiping, but then you hear, you know, uh the deacon or you know the brother or whoever uh gossiping about somebody else and it's uh-huh. like but you're doing the same thing is just the difference is the age so that to me sometimes that that turns off the 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 young people is like well you're getting away with stuff that you know I'm doing so yeah why do I even need to be here when Nothing's gonna be fair. So God, God is 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 a just God, but mm-hmm. you're doing things that is unfair, and if I do it, I get worse. So yeah. So um, it, go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, it no, that's so that's so true. And if Mom and Dad aren't faithful, you know how can you how are you teaching your kids to be faithful? So you know, you're raising them to be in and out. Mm-hmm. in and out you know as parents you have to be consistent mm-hmm. well, it's, just, it's just what it is just kids need, need that stability and that structure and they need that consistency it's, it's yeah. a requirement yeah. um,
0: so let me ask and, you this go ahead. Um, what, what would you say is one of the struggles of the young people now outside of, of what we were just talking about what would you say is like the struggle that you see not only um not just your church but you know every church has has issues um but what would you say is you know the thing that's turning turning the young people off to church
1: i think a lot of uh they're believing things that they have not experienced themselves they are going off of what someone else says instead of actually being there that goes along with the gossip you're hanging around people you know birds of a feather flock together no matter what culture you belong to it's just what it is um if you are consistently hanging with people that are not stronger than you faith-wise um then that is a problem Mm-hmm. Because you're laying into their weaknesses, and you start acting, and you're hearing what they say, and they probably don't have a clue. <clears throat> you know, um, hang just you, you know you gotta you have to know who to hang with. You cannot hang with everybody. It's just young, young, old. You know, because everybody has issues. If we, if you and I got the same issue, if we both fornicating, I can't hang with you when I want to be free. Yeah, you know. And that's just an example if you're backbiting and if you're slandering folks man i can't I can't hang with you, yeah. so you know as the young person you want to in that just in the the stage of life you want to belong and you want to be with people, but you know as young people, you've got to be careful who you hang with if they're not praying and if they're not fasting and if they not if you can't just jump on the phone with them and talk about how good God is, mhm. You know, you you have to you do you have to be careful with who you hang with. If you have a problem as a young person, first you should go to your leaders. Yeah, because that's you know wise. But if if your if your young friends aren't praying for you, if mm-hmm. they don't have a prayer life, yeah, you you know you can't you have to know that you know I I can't I can't hang with you. I love you. Mm-hmm. And and I'm praying for you, but we can't hang. We can't
0: yeah. be buddy buddy. That that's that comes to mind the test of spirit by the spirit. If um we, we ain't vibing right, um I I gotta go. But it's it's very I, I feel that it's very difficult for young people because of the whole peer pressure um mm-hmm. and we've been through there. I wasn't I was I wasn't saved at all when <laughs> when I was a teenager, but I, I experienced the peer pressure and I can't imagine how it is as a young person in church um especially when you know they have their friends in church but they also have their friends say in school or um football basketball teams or just around the neighborhood so it i I can see the peer pressure that they have um uh-huh. once um you know just being a teenager
1: yeah and that's that's that is a part of it um and and You know, I'm like, I love it when I see the kids, the kids go after God and our teens, you know, at our church, we have a lot, you know, there's always something to do. And the youth department is always doing something with, you know, our young people. So there is consistency there. It's just, you know, well, for one, you need to have a relationship with God first.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, if, if you're gonna have any best friend, let it be Jesus all I'm
0: saying,
1: yeah. um it is just the peer pressure, yes, and so you really gotta know, start listening to God, go after him, mm-hmm. you know, just for who He is, not for the things that he'll give you, because you know that that will come, but yeah, the peer pressure is a big thing, but again, that goes back to can I really hang with you, and we have to start really being honest with ourselves mm-hmm. and say. Yes, I can, no, I know I can't. You know, if if God were to crack the sky uh right now, would I be able to make the rapture?
0: And that's that's where we all have to age from knowing about the about the word to I think the oldest I've I've ever seen is hundred and one years old, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of the age, we gotta be ready. So Yeah. Yeah. So I have I have an interesting question. Um what is the scripture If any scripture that comes to your mind In those times that You might have felt that pressure
1: So What goes to my mind is Romans chapter 8 um, And this is One of mine And it talks about um, Your body mm-hmm. And what you do with it so I'm flipping.
0: Okay. Turn um, to you. Turn to There your... are a
1: couple. There are a couple <laughs> of things that come to mind. Uh huh. Um, okay. So, therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. Mm-hmm. For it, and that's Romans eight twelve. Sorry. Um, okay. For if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if you live through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. So, um, for any as are led by the Spirit of God, you are the sons of God. So, and verse sixteen, for the Spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And I just want to paraphrase. I want to stop right there. Yeah, oh, know. also, verse six, because I'm all over the place this time. <laughs> I see. Um, for <laughs> to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That's Romans eight, verse six. Mm-hmm. Um. What we do in our bodies does make a difference. And uh-huh. then just like in verse 13, if you live after the flesh, you're going to die. Gotcha. But if you, think the spirit, do kill that deeds of the body, you're going to live. Mm-hmm. You can't be carnally minded thinking you're going to make it. You can't go after the flesh and all the fleshly desires thinking that everything is A-OK.
0: Yeah. Uh, one, one thing that I I... I... I experienced and uh, my wife, Kelly, um, we were talking as we was driving back home one day uh, during this pandemic. We was trying to get ourselves situated and she told me how one person told her, oh, I'm good. I'm I'm covered under the blood. Um, OK, but our and this is a person that smokes weed, drinks, everything. God can forgive everybody. That's a given because we were all sinners. We were all for Right. To Of the glory of God but when you have not repented have have just done about did your thing you know Uh um i don't think that coverage doesn't cover you it it's 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 a benefit once you uh, uh i heard it one time that you once you get hired you get your benefit package so when we receive salvation that's part of our benefit package of being covered under the blood of jesus so right I guess it's, I, I find it weird how some people will be like, I'm covered, but yet don't have a relationship and that, that, especially in this pandemic that we're under, um, you know, people really need to understand when it's time, it's time when it's, yeah. when, he, when he cracks the sky, it's, it's a wrap, <laughs> you know, are you, are you going, are you coming or not? so, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's one of the things that I I really wanted to um really see, but if you can go a little bit more about what are the, some of the things that your church does to support the young people, you know, from you telling me about your youth department, I, I like please share like what are some of the stuff they uh they do.
1: So they I mean, they they for one, of the young people on their own I have seen they always hang out. And it's great because as with you know, young people, of course, there's always things that are gonna happen just because of their age group, but they hang out a lot. And I was like, man, the young people are always doing something. Well that's because they they make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so you have people that are different age groups that are the older teens, they will hang out. They'll go do something. I'll see them on Facebook. Or um like they will have like hangout, um, what are they called? Like, well, they'll have a, like, I don't want to say it's a fundraiser because I don't want to say the wrong thing, but they'll have, like, a hangout, like, at Culver's. And they'll have where just the young people come hang out and fellowship, which is what we're supposed to
0: do. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I will say they, they fellowship a lot. They go to uh t n u Camp, which is a camp, it is, like, sixth grade to college. And so it is a camp where they are gone for a week, and they can steal away, you know, there's no cell phones, no none of that. It's just you, Jesus, all week. Um, And so that is a thing that bonds a lot of the young people, Um, but a lot of it is fellowship and relationship. And they have, when we break down, because sometimes we'll break down, and so we'll have adult services where it's just adults, They'll have the, the kids, and then they'll have, like, the young people, which is, like, your fifth grade to, like, 26. Mm-hmm. And they'll have their own services, and they love it. That's they love They love having their own service because there's nothing like worshiping with us all together. But then there's mm-hmm. also something special when you can worship and and have a word from your peers. Gotcha. Um, so they, they do spend a lot of time... Together, and I think right now, even
0: though
1: we're you know kind of on quarantine slash lockdown, um, they have challenges that the young people have done, even the kids.
0: Yeah. So, um. Now, but
1: it's the relationships.
0: Awesome. Now, um, when I first came to uh, where we work at, um, there was a program called. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Push. Uh, press. Press. Thank you.
1: Yes, Press
0: Club. Yes. Could you explain a little bit about Press Club? Because that was one of the things I was like, ooh, uh, okay, I, I'm down. I'm down. What What I got to do? Can, can Can I pray? Can I pray? Uh, okay,
1: me, me yeah. Pray. <laughs> uh, so, Press is an acronym for Prayer Reaches Every Single Situation. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's true. We know. If you have a prayer life, you know. And so, what it is, is they will get together. They actually are on college campuses uh, when... I think they have a Zoom now, but where they were at um IU IUPU? IUPU, uh-huh, they were downtown at and they would have a meeting like once a week and then we get together and then we would have testimony service and we talk about the benefits of prayer. Someone would uh speak and we just kinda get to go out and be, you know, amongst the college students. Um there they were having it at even some high schools. So like we had it at the Excel Center and we talked about prayer. We we kept it simple and we talked about prayer. How it benefits, who it helps. And so what we would do at the Excel Center, um, we had a prayer box and so after we met, we talked, we would give them lunch at the Excel Center, um and they did it I U T U Y too, they like pizza. Um And so what they would do is, you know, we would have prayer and then they would also have their prayer requests to Mm -hmm. hear the testimonies of how God was moving just over our press club at, um, at where we work, um, was just amazing. And to hear sometimes students would say, you know, I can't really go to church, but it's like you guys, when you have press club, it is church for me.
0: That's awesome. So, um, so this is the moment uh, that I would like to call um, uh, for you to um, at this podcast, because we don't know who is listening. Um, it could be someone from Ireland, Kenya, Toronto, Oregon, Texas. But I would like for you to uh, have a altar call where you just um, speak from your heart and just invite someone to the Lord if you have that time.
1: Um, yes, I I wanna say that um, no matter where you are, no matter who's listening, first and foremost, Jesus did everything he did for you. He died for you. He took the beating he didn't have to take for you and it doesn't matter what your situation is. It doesn't matter what you're facing. There is nothing that is bigger than God. The Bible says the earth is the Lord in the fullness thereof. That means everything that resides in this planet is under his control. Doesn't matter what's going on in your city or your state or your country. Yes, we're on lockdown, but does that stop God? No. The sun still rises and it still sets every single day. God is in control. And so what? You you got issues. Guess what? We all do. Yes, your family may not be perfect, but God, there is nothing too hard for God. And I want you to know that no matter what the weapon is, no matter what you are facing, I need you to know God is able. God is in control. You may feel like everything is mounting up against you, but I I dare you run to God. I dare you. I challenge you to put it in his hands. I challenge you to run to God, for repenting, a change of heart, change of mind, and a change of direction. That is what we need. You can start there. Oh, but God, he hears you. He hears you. He hears the thoughts and he knows the intents. I need you to know today. Today is your day. A lot of us say, I'm going to do it when I, when I get pull myself together. That is not a thing. Because if you could put yourself together, then you wouldn't need him. Today is your day. And I would admonish you, challenge you. Whatever you're facing today, put it in his hands. Go to him, ask him, God, I need your help. Sometimes we don't always have a lot of fancy words. Sometimes it's just help, God, I need you. I need you to fix this. God, I got some things I don't even know how to say to anybody else, but God, can you help me? Oh, I dare you, run to God on today, not to your friends but run to a God who
0: has it all under control. Amen. Amen. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Um, I pray unmerited favor upon your life. I pray the desires of your heart um, that God sees fit according to his purpose for you um, be done. And thank you so much for just blessing us in this podcast.